welcome to the Loose Lips Coaching Panel Podcast. I'm Karen Dyer, Self-Empowerment Coach. I'm Linda Archer, Breakup and Divorce Coach. And I'm Nina Kundi, The Relationship Coach. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Loose Lips Coaching Panel Podcast. Today is a Wednesday, and it is really apt for us to be talking about wellness today. And we have had a session on wellness before, but I just think, especially now that the winter months are coming in, that it's really, really important to stay away from that sad illness that we can all capture and how we are managing our wellness throughout the winter months and making sure that we are taking time out for us and recharging our batteries so Linda I'm going to come to you first so as always ladies I've got the lovely Linda with me today and the beautiful Karen so Linda being a nurse do you see um, a, a spike in people coming in with illnesses during the winter period Usually there is, and there's a, a huge demand and, and big winter pressures in the hospitals, um, especially for the elderly and people that have got underlying issues and things like that. So the medical teams are really, really under pressure, but there's still a lot of staff um, that are off with COVID at the minute. So I know they've had to shut one of the wards down and, you know, in, in my hospital and they've had to spread the staff, but there's not that many spread because a lot of the, the staff were off and a lot of us are doing overtime at the minute. Um, so the hospital's supporting us with like extra sort of um, percentages on what overtime and things just to make it a bit more lucrative to us and I mean I'm doing a little shift on Saturday but just a five six hour one it's not going to sort of impact my weekend because by the time I come back my girls will be up you know teenagers they get up at different times <laughs> but I think as well I'm thinking more about like the impact on COVID on people's mental health so this year I'm thinking more not just about physical health um, and like you said, sad, you know, the seasonal affective disorder, Nina, that just hits everybody, I think, you know, when the dark nights come in, we love we're cosy nights and, and all the rest of it, but it's just about getting a bit more sort of fresh air and going out, wrapping up even warmer. And I do that when I'm going to the ice rink every weekend with my youngest daughter and things like that. But yeah, mental health is just really, really up. You know, lots of people are really, really suffering this year. So I think we've just got to look at the whole body and and just supporting each other and friendships, reaching out with your hand and things like that. Yeah, definitely. And just going back to what you were saying about how you, there's still a lot of staff off in the NHS. You know, what are the stress levels like, Linda, around, especially in your hospital, knowing that they've shut wards, they're having to work extra time, overtime, just to try and make sure that every patient is cared for. Because I, I obviously, as emotion, uh, an emotional well-being coach myself, stress can cause 95% of illnesses. So would you say that there are a lot of staff going off with stress or are they managing it in-house? 
I think it's very dependent on the actual individual person and the three of us know this as coaches because we do know that there's people out there who are very very action driven and take full responsibility for their lives and they seek coaching they seek support they ask for help but I think just the way that us nurses are born and bred we're very much people pleasers and we're the givers we're the nurturers and we don't often step back so I think a lot of conversations I have with staff is just check in with them and seeing like what do you do for yourself on your days off so it's just getting them to be more mindful about what they do in their spare time and and you know the impact that it has on their families and if they're caring for people as well so yes yeah, some are off with stress and some are off with physical things or, or, or covid so yeah, yeah. and it, it can be it, it is quite hard though isn't it this time of year Karen what are your thoughts on the winter and obviously the wellness and it stress in particular. I mean, this week it is actually um, International Stress Awareness Week. Um, so it's really, really important that we get it out there to people to, to be having that check-in with themselves and to be recharging their batteries. Yeah, absolutely. Because I see clients not only for coaching, but because I also do reflexology. So a lot of people come for reflexology with stress. Um, and it has so many knock-on effects because it basically means you're just running on adrenaline all the time, which is only meant to be used for short bursts when you've got really overloaded with stress. You know, a certain amount of stress is good for you and kind of you can perform well under a certain amount of pressure. But if that is too much for too long, it actually depletes the whole body. It depletes your vitamin mineral stores. And because of the way the flight or fight response works, it diverts resources away from things like your uh, urinary system reproductive systems skin digestive systems all the things that is not essential for survival if you you know because your body's thinking you're in some kind of life-threatening situation is basically the way your body is responding to the stress yeah so, and you know, Karen just just going on that what you've just said about skin I totally resonate with that because before I learned to control my emotional response my acne was horrific absolutely yeah. horrific now I've never been a person that kind of runs around stressing stress 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 however you know we all deal with stress in different ways and um, what I was finding um before I obviously went through my my development was that I would actually get like pimples on the side of you know where my glands were and all around the side of my cheeks and down to the jawline and I, I originally I actually found out that they were stress induced yeah so I totally resonate with what you're saying it's so common um you know I see a lot of clients with skin conditions and things and it's just where the body's got overloaded, resources have been diverted away from those systems. And the skin also is um, an excretory system. So it's one of the ways your body kind of gets rid of toxins. Yeah. Um, so if it's not functioning effectively and your urinary system and your digestive system are not functioning optimally either, you're not getting the right nutrition. Things aren't leaving your body the way they're supposed to. And that all contributes to creating illness, you know, get IBS symptoms, skin conditions things like psoriasis they think is probably stress plays a part in that you know there's all sorts of things yeah. um, so it really is so important to understand when you're feeling stressed because actually a lot of people don't even recognize it when you've been in it for a really long time it becomes normal and you don't even notice that you're actually stressed 
unless you have the opportunity to actually completely relax. And then when you remember how it feels to be relaxed, you kind of think, oh, my God, I was really stressed. So it's really about listening to your body and actually making time to notice and slow down and kind of be aware of how you're feeling and what's going on in your head, in your body, emotionally, just really having a good, giving yourself a bit of a service, almost like a car, just yeah. <laughs> checking all your parts, make sure they're working as they should yeah. be. We, we need to, don't we? And, and you know, quite often people um, come to me for coaching and they're like, oh my God, Nina, I'm so exhausted. Mm. And I'm like, okay, tell me about your stress. And they go, what stress? I'm not stressed. And I'm like, really? And when we get down to the nitty gritty, actually, you know, like you say, they don't recognize it because they it's become a patterned behavior. Yeah. And it's something that they've used as a solution. And, you know, it's kind of like anxiety. Anxiety is not the problem. Anxiety is the solution you turn to to deal with the original problem. And I suppose stress in a way is another emotion that we we kind of harbor within us and we actually get used to it because it becomes part of our daily life and you know the the joy I now feel um knowing that I'm not stressed and knowing that I've managed to reduce the pain in my body by eliminating the stress out of my life is unreal absolutely unreal and I really really get what you're saying when you say you know they don't recognize it until they give themselves you know chance to relax yeah totally and I think being coaches we all know that stress starts in the mind it's those thoughts and how we're perceiving what's happening to us and what's going on around us and the pressure that we most of the pressure that's on us actually usually comes from us and what we expect of ourselves and what we've decided other people are expecting of us they might not necessarily have said it but we've put that pressure on ourselves to perform or do something to a particular level or in a particular way because we think that's what people expect from us. And I think people expect to just be a certain way. They don't realise that they can evolve, re-evolve, change, and just, you know, you know, revamp themselves anytime. Isn't that right? Yeah, definitely. And I agree with that completely because I was one of those people who put a lot of pressure on themselves. And since you know, changing my habits and my patterns and making sure that my um, life has some kind of structure, I can now see where I have the opportunity to take the time out and rest. Um, You know, funnily enough, I was on with a client this morning and we were actually doing a parenting call and just talking about the pressure that you were saying, a lot of the time we do put that pressure on ourselves. And one of the questions I asked was, who tells you you have to do all of this and that's when the penny drops and it it was quite interesting because I actually said to tell you what go and get a mirror get a mirror look in the mirror and and just say no no you don't have to um (laughs) and you know you can see the relief on their face can't you when you actually give them permission to rest yeah absolutely well, I, that was my experience of anxiety, really, was I, I set this expectation of myself when I was in school that that was what I was good at. I was good at exams. So I had to get like 100 percent. If I didn't get 100 percent, it wasn't good enough. So, of course, as I went through school and then on to university, by the time I got to my university finals, I'd put so much pressure on myself to do really well. I was having full on panic attacks. 
I was just a complete mess. And in the end, I didn't sit my final exams. I had to sit them a year later as an external student because I just was too unwell. Yeah. But all that pressure came from me and the beliefs I created growing up. Yeah. There was nobody else that expected me to get like 100%. And obviously I didn't get 100%. And I'm absolutely fine with the fact that I got 2-1. That's good enough for me. Mm-hmm. But it was those expectations that I put on myself that made me so seriously unwell. And I think, you know, just it, it is an expectation and we really do stick with those beliefs. And, you know, when we actually dig into the beliefs and we realise these are learned behaviours that we've been passed on through childhood into obviously university, college, university, school, from our peers, from our parents. You know, we've got to think about is that belief suitable for us do we have any evidence to prove that that belief is true and if not what evidence have we got to create a new belief and if we absolutely look at changing beliefs that's when we change and we make that long-lasting change that's yeah. it and even just realizing that there could be voices of the past from your your family that always told you a certain thing or you know old wives tales and things like that and, and when you sort of listen to them now you can actually question them and just say well that doesn't serve me and you can step away and you can do the opposite you can do whatever you want because it's your life yeah and I, I know I've been um, on social media this week talking a lot about obviously with it being international stress awareness week and putting posts out there with little tips on on how to you know just take that time out and take that step back and realize and you know we're so really really good and I've just literally put content out today about how we charge our phones and we are obsessed with it girls aren't we and it's like oh my god oh my god I've only got nine percent left and it's like we panic (laughs) because and then we might be in the car and we're like Oh my God, I need to get home. Why? What's the matter? My phone needs charging. <laughs> and you're like, really? And you're like, yeah, I can't go. I can't not run out of battery on my phone. But yet we do not put that amount of effort in when our battery needs charging. No, we don't. We don't freak out and go, oh my God, oh my God, I need to sleep. We, you know, because we just don't give ourselves that same respect as what we do with our phones. no we're sort of feeling tired and run down so what do we do we go to our to-do list and go well I have to do this 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 and this and this and we start running around like headless chickens don't we (laughs) (laughs) and you know what I'm laughing because I've been that headless chicken (laughs) what can I fit in just before I finish (laughs) And, and then sometimes I go Oh, Nina just finished. Do you know what I mean? Just, just <laughs> it's all right, yeah. And I, I always laugh because I was on a session last night with um, some clients of mine, and and I, we were talking about obviously overwhelming feelings and um, emotions, and and one of them said, "But you're the boss," and I was like, "Oh yeah." So today, <laughs> I was like, "Right, I'm going to send myself an email saying." early day today you can finish early thanks see you later see you tomorrow <laughs> I love so that empowering. Idea. it's so yeah. empowering giving yourself time off it really really is and even just to do nothing yeah and I think yeah. actually 
as your own boss as well, what's really nice is to send yourself an email saying, oh, that was a job well done. You did really well there. Thanks a lot. Yeah. Yeah. Good work. Because Fantastic. you don't have anyone else to say those things to you. And we never, you know, it's like most of us don't say those things to ourselves with kind of thinking of all the things we haven't done or, you know, haven't achieved. But actually, it's really important for your mental health and your physical health to actually yeah definitely and I think Karen that's a really good point because you know when we are stressed and we are running around we're in a a position where our logic mind doesn't really function as, as well as it should function so giving yourself that praise really helps to boost the the confidence and that self-esteem because when you are at a certain level and you know you absolutely don't feel like you're doing enough or you know you should be um you know we, we've all done it where you know what have I done enough today could I do a little bit more you know I've got to work till nine o'clock tonight I've really got to get this finished and you know how am I supposed to make tea you know, pay the bills, run a business. And, you know, we all have different levels of stress that we have to manage. But that's a great tip because we don't praise each other or ourselves enough. And how often do people give you a compliment or thank you for something and you bat it away and go, oh, yeah, but I didn't do this or, oh, well, yeah, but I could have done this, this and this instead or, you know, I could have done it better. You know, how many times do we do that? How many times do people actually accept a, co a compliment and go, oh, thank you? Yeah. OK. Yeah. And, and believe it or not, that's actually more common than you think. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So. Just to leave you guys with a few tips, um, I've been posting um, a few little tips and hints on how to really release that stress out of your body. And um, there are so many meditations, there's so many breathing exercises that you can do out there now. You know, even if it is just a two minute breathing exercise where you're breathing in for a short period of time and you're breathing back out again for a longer period of time, because what you're actually doing is you're inhaling and you're releasing the stress out of your body, which is a fabulous technique for you to learn. And you could perhaps do my, maybe a 7-11 count or do like a 4 or an 8 count. And then that way, you know, you're really taking that time to breathe it all out. Ladies, do you have any little hints or tips that you want to share with our listeners today in order for them to, you know, really be able to manage those stress levels? I would just say journaling just to get out of your head and just everything that's coming out or even just like a one page just to get everything out on the page and then just circle what's the most important thing that you need to do that day and then praise yourself for everything that you do. Yeah. And when you're journaling, because yeah, as Linda said, journaling is a great technique for helping to get stuff out of your head and to actually be able to see things from a sort of more removed perspective when you, know, you can't really see it so clearly when it's whizzing all around in your head but putting it out on paper it's much easier to kind of look at it more rationally but I think a lot of people get caught in the cycle of busyness because they're avoiding how they're actually feeling so when you are journaling if feelings are coming up do a bit of journaling around those explore those a bit and actually I think as a in society it's kind of we've been brought up I guess in a bit of a way of like 
these feelings are good, those feelings are bad. You kind of want to avoid those feelings. You know, don't cry in front of people. Don't do that. You know, don't feel bad. You should be all positive, happy. Um, but actually, feelings are just transient things. And if you actually allow them the space to exist, to actually just experience them, they actually pass much quicker than you'd think they would. Whereas when we avoid them and bottle them up and push them away and get busy with our to-do list to avoid having to think about it and feel it, it just, it's, it doesn't go away. It sits there and it builds and it builds and you shove other emotions on top of them until you get to the point where you kind of have a bit of an explosion and have a little breakdown or a cry. So rather than waiting till you get to that point where you're going to explode with all these emotions, if you're journaling and you, something comes up and you've got that quiet time, just actually just allow it. Just have a good cry or a good, if you're ang feeling angry, punch a pillow, acknowledge that you are angry and say that it's actually okay to feel that way. It's just an emotion. It's trying to bring your attention to something that's going on. Allow it to be so that it can move on rather than you just dragging it around in a big sack behind you. <laughs> Mm -hmm. I know Christmas is coming, but you don't want to keep your emotions in Father Christmas's sack. Okay? <laughs> <laughs> just touching on what you've just said. The Loose Lips Coaching Panel Podcast. <laughs>